Lord Jesus, indeed, that you would pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of your love so that our hearts might be changed and that without you, whosoever liveth is counted dead before thee, and yet by you we are made alive in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Sometimes when reading the scripture or when it's heard in church, a verse will grab me. I either stop reading or, to be honest, I stop listening. When I hear Jesus say to us this morning, love your enemies, I stop. My initial thought is, I don't have any enemies. Everybody likes me. But just before I began to think too much of myself, I remember an enemy. His face appears in my mind, and my heart hardens. If I encountered him on the street, it might get physical. He is someone who abused his position to make my life terrible. He tried with all of his might to undo me, and I was in what seemed to be a hopeless situation. I couldn't do anything about it. I have written several letters to those who have authority over him, only to throw them away. I have tried and thought about thwarting his career, but haven't said a thing. He makes me angry, he is an enemy, and the feelings that I have are poison. And yet, as bad as it is for me, having that poison, I can't help feeling the way that I do. Love him? How could I love him? Because truth be told, never. I don't want to love him. I hope my enemies get hit by a train. And when misfortune falls upon them, I delight in it. It's therapeutic for me. I have Christians that tell me, well, the Lord says you have to love them, not like them. That is a dubious qualification at best. I start to wonder whether or not I could love my enemy or enemies. And then I think of how hard it is to love the ones I really do love. I remember bath time one night with just one of the girls. I had her in the bathtub and things were not going well at all. It was late, she was coming completely undone. And finally, at a moment with shampoo in her eyes and in her hair, she clenched her fist and looked up at me and said, Daddy, I don't love you. I don't know if I've ever been so wounded in my life. Now, maybe she didn't mean it, but you see, even at a young age, she knew what to say to make it hurt. We all know what to say to make it hurt, especially with those we love. Love is hard enough with the people we love. Love and enemies don't occupy the same space. They can't because our hearts won't let them. So what do we do with Jesus' words to us? Love your enemies. 
It's clear from the life of Jesus in the Bible that Jesus loved his enemies. He loved, but how is he able and why does he love his enemies? We hear a lot in our culture about everyone being a child of God by virtue of the fact that God is our Father. And sure enough, God is our Father in the sense that He has created us and we are all created in His image. And surely enough, everyone, because they are created in the image of God, deserves respect and dignity. And yet, are we all children of God? What does that mean? Jesus says in John 1, But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become the children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God, John tells us. That is, that by our own birth, our own nature, we are not children of God. In fact, Paul says we were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in His mercy, because of the great love which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. We are not, by our nature, automatically children of God, but in fact we're born as children of wrath, enemies of God. We are the child who stands in the bathtub and shouts defiantly in God's face, Daddy, I don't love you. And yet, as wounding as that is, for it cost him his life, his love for us never flinches. This is what makes grace so amazing. Look, I start to squirm when I hear that we are born by nature, children of wrath. I don't want to hear that. But do do you see the love of God and how powerful it is through Jesus Christ that because we're born children of wrath and that because of what Jesus has done for us that we're children by adoption, how powerful and how much greater that makes God's love for us? This is what makes the depth of His love for us unfathomable. He does not love us while we were lovable but loves us as we are. Jesus says in this great Sermon on the Mount, on that hillside by the Sea of Galilee, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. But if if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to him who begs from you, and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Unbelievable. Who is it? that has not resisted evil, who has turned the other cheek, given over their garments, walked the extra mile, loved their enemies. 2,000 years ago, in the city of Jerusalem, Jesus Christ, 
the Son of the living God, was handed over to suffering and death. He was beat. A crown of thorns was placed upon his head, and he never said a mumbling word. His garments were torn from his body. What was left was gambled for by Roman soldiers. No protest was made. He bore the weight of the cross and walked the distance to the hill called Golgotha, outside the city walls. He fell. He needed help. But he pressed on with determination. The thief begs for mercy from the cross. Jesus promises him paradise. And he loved us to the very end. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And he breathed his last as the sins of the world were laid upon him. Your sin, my sin, the sin of his enemies. Do not think this morning that I am pointing to Jesus as some moral example. He and he alone has the power to break our hateful, enemy-making hearts and give us the power to love our enemies and set us free from the bondage of our past. For while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son. This morning, if you're like me and hear this and think, Woe be unto me, for I am a man of unclean lips. Look to him, Jesus Christ, who is the lover of of his enemies. Amen.